Hi, all. Welcome to another episode of Nutrition Pearls, the podcast from NASPIGANS Council for Pediatric Nutrition Professionals, or CPNP. I'm your host, Jen Smith, pediatric GI dietitian at Nationwide Children's Hospital in Columbus, Ohio. Joining me today is my co-host, Bailey Koch, pediatric GI dietitian at GI Care for Kids in Atlanta, Georgia, and Atlanta Pediatric Nutrition. How's it going, Bailey? Hi, Jen. I'm doing well. I am so excited to be involved in another bonus episode with you. We've been very lucky to be involved with both of these, and this one is on a great topic, the annual meeting. I love the annual meeting for so many reasons. Of course, I love the speakers and learning, but I really enjoy getting to see people I know with similar interests and hang out outside of the office environment. Um, Chicago in 2010, uh, 2011 was my first meeting. Me too. I can't remember. Was it 2010 or 2011? I can't remember, but that was my first meeting. And I believe the inaugural CPMP meeting, um, and it was wonderful. It was such a great experience. I just kind of fell in love with NASF again when I went to that meeting. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. So, um, you know, since then I've been fortunate to go to several more and they're always so engaging with interesting topics. And, you know, again, I, I love the the social environment and get to see people outside of the office as well. It's so much fun. Yeah, I agree. I, I really love the meetings as well. It's been my favorite meeting, you know, throughout my, my whole career. I, I've been to other meetings yeah. and, you know, I think because we're so GI, other meetings are great as well, especially if that's your area, but this is just our area. So I think that's why we love it so much. Um, and today we're talking with Nicole Martin and Tegan Medico. And Nicole is a pediatric registered dietitian at Children's Wisconsin. She's been practicing in the GI clinic there for nine years. Her area of interest includes celiac disease and eosinophilic disorders. She's been involved with CPNP for seven years. And she has, I feel like she's going to be on the executive committee for 10 years because she has previously served as the media chair. She's currently the CPNP president elect. So a long commitment for Nicole with CPNP, which is amazing. And then Tegan, she has been at the University of Virginia Health for the past 10 years, and she has worked in a variety of roles there, intensive care, gastroenterology, nephrology, transplant, and home health. She now serves the Division of Pediatric Gastroenterology, Hepatology, and Nutrition and the Pediatric Liver Transplant Program. She is the coordinator for an elective in pediatric nutrition for UVA's School of Medicine. Tegan is the current program chair for CPNP. Sounds great. Let's get on to the show. On to the show. Welcome, Nicole and Tegan. We are excited to have you on the podcast. We are talking today about the CPMP annual meeting. Tegan, can you start by telling us a little bit of uh, background of the, on the CPMP annual meeting and how it is planned from year to year? Yeah, I mean, I'm brand new to it this year. Um, This is my first year as program chair, so it's been a steep learning curve. But the process that we followed is actually we sent out a member survey um, close to the beginning of, of 2023 to kind of gauge what topics people are interested in to elicit volunteer speakers or nominated speakers to get just some general feedback. And we really leaned heavily on the results of that, so member feedback going into our initial planning sessions that started earlier this year. And those planning sessions involve a planning committee. So one of the the things that we asked on that survey is if people wanted to be involved. So we got some volunteers and we had 
a really awesome planning committee this year. I'm sure it's awesome every year, but they are so well connected and experienced doing things like this that um, they made my job a whole lot easier. So, so our planning committee uh, met a few times to come up with an agenda um, and start brainstorming um, potential speakers and backup speakers. How many dietitians were part of that committee? Good question. Maybe about five or six. I'd have to go back and count them all up. There was really some wonderful discussion. Yes, definitely. Um, And from all areas of the country, too, and all levels of experience. And it was. And that's just a one time commitment, right? So, Mm -hmm. like, if someone listening might be interested for next year, that's not like, you know, your program chair is an ongoing commitment, but just being part of the planning committee, that's just that's just that piece of it for that one year, right? How do you figure out um, from year to year if you're not involved in executive committee? You said that y'all send out a notice. Is that just part of the member survey this year? Was, yeah, yeah, that's that's how we did it this year. It was okay. a question on on the survey, Ms. and then people just volunteered and gave their contact information, and I reached out um, after that. In pr- years past, I was on the planning committee. I honestly can't remember if I responded to an email or a general email or if I was contacted individually. I'm, I'm not I'm not sure if it's done differently year to year, but that's how we did it this year. That's a great so idea. That's likely how we'll do it next year too, for anybody listening. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to pay a little more attention to the member survey next year. <laughs> but yeah, what a great experience. And like Jen was saying, a one-time commitment. So um, a great opportunity. And so then from there, did you start reaching out to potential speakers and, you know, kind of moving down that list or talking about potential topics? Yeah, a lot of the committee members, of course, you know, nominated people that they knew, that they had seen speak before, that they could vouch for. And so many of them just sort of informally passed the idea by being a speaker at our symposium just to kind of gauge general interest. And then if there was a good chance that they could say yes, we sent out a formal invitation. That's great. Well, so, Nicole, can you share what are some of the topics that are on the lineup for this year's CPNP? Um, conference? Yeah, absolutely. We are super excited about the agenda that we have planned for the CPMP Nutrition Symposium on Saturday, October 7th. Um, we plan to kick off the symposium with presentations from last year's CPNP Nutrition Research Grant winners, Nicole Meisner and Sharon Weston. So really looking forward to hearing about their research related to food insecurity and programs for patients with celiac disease. Um, As a part of our special topic session, we also have Ellen Lechtenberg, who's a dietitian and lactation consultant, um, and she'll be sharing techniques on improving breastfeeding assessment and problem solving. I don't feel like, I don't think we've had like a lactation consultant in years past. I mean, I can't remember any lactation. No. That's great. Yeah, so I think that's a really fun topic for us. Um, Our practice update section will include Dr. Stephanie Leonard and Allison Kasson sharing the latest updates in the management of allergic GI disorders. And Venus Kalami will be reviewing and discussing the AAP's clinical practice guideline for the evaluation and treatment of children and adolescents with obesity, which has been a hot topic in our area this year. So that will be fun to hear from Venus. Um, we're also encouraging our members to attend the NASPIGIN session on Saturday afternoon called From Kitchen to Clinic, Improving Health Outcomes Through Diet. 
And then we'll wrap up the nutrition symposium with a really fun, informal, hands-on session focusing on expanding your nutrition support skill set, which I'm also really looking forward to doing some rotating between tables, talking about and getting um, some hands-on experience with bolus and gravity feedings, feeding pumps, tubes, IV access. So kind of down to the nitty gritty, that stuff that we've learned about, talked about, but have you ever actually used one, played with I have really- I'm excited for this session. Bolus, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I think that will be really great for our members as well. I like the unique hands-on experiences. I feel like that's been a nice addition to the CPNP meetings from years past. So I'm glad that's kind of continuing, you know, with this meeting. So that's wonderful. Um, What I'm most excited about mm -hmm. this year. All of our um, CPNP sessions too are eligible for CEUs except for that hands-on session. And there are some NASPGN sessions that are CEU eligible too. Um, So I think that's a great value add for our, our members too. The more, you know, time you can spend at the NASPGN sessions, APGNN, you know, the, the CPMP sessions, the better. That's great. Um, so how, how do you navigate? So it's crazy because there's three conferences basically going on at one time. Um, so can, can you you tag in Nicole, you can kind of tag team or one of you can take it, but how do you navigate those three meetings and getting to all the places that you want to be in and joining the sessions that are pertinent to, you know, dietitians? Yeah, it is a big annual meeting and you're exactly right. There's three meetings going on in one, and it can be a little confusing about which one CPNP members can go to and which ones you can't, so I'll do my best to summarize that. So the the NASPGAN annual meeting begins Wednesday and Saturday night, and that agenda includes different session types. The main sessions or the concurrent sessions one through six or sort of the the meat and potatoes of the conference and they start on Thursday. And what's awesome is that all the concurrent sessions are open to CPNP members. And so I think Nicole said this before I forget to say it, the CPMP registration fee is actually really excellent value because you have access to all of those sessions. Yeah. Now, there are some other sessions like the single topic symposium, postgraduate course, meet the professor breakfast. They're like an add-on registration fee, so they cost a little bit extra, but they're rarely nutrition related. I have done a few meet the professor breakfasts in the past. I've presented at a few of them. So sometimes there's a nutrition topic for those. And then you just pay like one fee, whatever one you want to attend and you get a breakfast. But yeah, you're right. They're not always nutrition related, but they could be. Yeah. So, you know, if there is one that somebody's very interested in signing up for, when you go to the NASPGAN website to register, you kind of, you can see all of the options and you just add to cart. So it's sort of an a la carte menu of, of <laughs> conference sessions. So that's kind of the, the NASPGAN specific piece. Also going on is APGNN, which is the Association for Pediatric Gastroenterology Nutrition Nurses. Their program is Friday and Saturday. And CPNP members can attend the APGNN sessions without additional registration fees. So again, great value for CPNP members. And then the CPNP Nutrition Symposium is Saturday. And saving the best for last, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so there is an app, right? That they've had an app for years where you can kind of navigate your agenda. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. There is an app again this year that you can download to your phone. So it's usually um, a NASPGAN 2023 annual meeting or will be called something like that. I haven't seen it come out yet. So I would just keep an eye on emails for when the app is ready to go, um, but can download it to your phone. This year's app, I know, will not have a login. 
So I think just making it easier for people to get in without having to get through, you know, their username and password and just get in there and get the information that they need. Yeah. So all of the sessions, the room locations, times, everything at your fingertips while you're at the meeting, which is is really helpful. I also will note that none of the sessions are going to be recorded this year. Mm. So through COVID and then even last year when we were back in person, the sessions were recorded. And so you could attend in person you know, or just listen to the recordings after the fact. And so this year, everything is in person. So I think doing your homework ahead of time, getting on the website, right, going through the app and really figuring out, okay, what's most important to me to listen to and attend so that you get to everything that you want to hear. That's incredibly important because I did that. I listened to a few last year um, for the fact, so. Sometimes it's nice just to like, right, be able to review what you even listen to in person. So I think, yeah, it'll be a little bit different this year, not having that recording recorded option. Nicole, can you share about the CPMP scholarships and the deadlines for those? Yes, we received um, grants from Abbott and Reckitt Mead Johnson that support scholarships for CMP members. And the scholarships help defray registration and travel costs to attend the meeting. So the scholarships are worth $400. They're available to CPNP members with full membership, but you have to apply for one. And if you're not a CPNP member, you can submit a scholarship application at the same time that you submit your CPNP membership application. And as far as how to apply, it's a really easy, short application. NASPGAN has sent out a few emails about it, and I think we could probably also include the link in the podcast episode notes too. So if anyone wants to access it that way, But again, really short, really easy, good way to get some money to help get yourself to the conference and registration costs. And applications for those scholarships are due by Friday, August 18th. Okay. Okay. Yep. I already submitted mine. So me too. Um, Yeah. It was such a great help last year and um, this year being even further away, you know. It's further away for Bale and I. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's going to help a lot if, if I do end up getting one. So yeah. For sure. Tegan, can you talk about the vendor hall? What is in the hall? How to navigate? Yeah, so the vendor hall is is fairly massive and all the space is sold out right now. So it can be overwhelming. I think it's easy to just kind of saunter through the aisles and look around superficially for something interesting and potentially miss out on some valuable exhibits. But it's also unrealistic to visit every single one. So having a little bit of a plan can help you make the most of your time. First, I would say is like know when the exhibitor hall is open. It starts Thursday evening and then 10 to 2 on both Friday and Saturday. Thursday evening is a really good one, too. Have you guys ever done the Thursday evening? Mm-hmm. No. So it's, it's more of a social event, at least in meetings past, where they have some appetizers and some drinks. Yeah. And that's kind of the only thing that's going on. So I would, um, if that's similar to previous years, I would, I would recommend going that first yeah. evening. I enjoy I've enjoyed it's it every enough. year. So they have the bars set up and the appetizers are usually pretty good and it's a good time to walk through and you're not when you're not running around trying to get to different Absolutely. You know, and last year was so great because I feel like we had not seen each other for yeah. years or, you know, some of our colleagues. So like I think that's all always fun too to see people in person, you know. Yeah. yeah. Great um, to know. Great to know. When, when will the CPMP abstracts uh, be presented? Because they're in the vendor hall too, right? All the yep. abstract presentations mm-hmm. are in the vendor hall. Okay. Yep. Yep. So we don't know yet. All of the people who submit abstracts are assigned a specific day and time when they're to be at their poster presentations. And I think 
those who have submitted those abstracts are being notified about around now when those are. So, so that wasn't available for us to share with you today. But, you know, the more you kind of visit the vendor hall, the more chances you are going to be able to come across a CPNP member poster. And then also some other ones too. You know, NASBGAN members and APGNN members also often do nutrition-related work. So I'd, I'd be open to exploring everybody's. Yeah, I agree. And they're kind of grouped, right? So it'll say like pancreas and then they're all be and then liver and all the CPNP ones are together too. So whenever that day is, they'll all be up kind of at the same time, which makes it really nice because you're right. It is an overwhelming haul of you. I'm curious to know if you've ever been to the award ceremony. So that's something that is done every year, but I don't know if it's necessarily promoted to, for CPNP members to attend. I have not been to an award ceremony, but I know that the winner of the NASPGEN Foundation and the CPNP Nutrition Research Grant, um, that winner is presented at that award ceremony along with the other NASPGEN award winners. So I do think it's probably a really great time to gather with each other and just recognize like some of these really fantastic people in our field, but I have not attended. I have all these ideas now of I need to expand my conference experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come a little earlier, like get to all the things that I want to get to. I've been to a few of the award ceremonies. Um, first one was one that I was receiving the CPNP grant re- award. So I hadn't ever been before. And I really wish I would have had someone tell me to go prior, but that was a really great experience. And then last year, one of our providers was being recognized. So I really feel like even if I don't know someone that's going to be recognized, I probably will attend because it's so inspiring. Some of the awards are like career awards and kind of lifetime achievement awards. It's so fascinating to listen to. And they do a great job of talking about like the history of the award winner. And most of the time, like their family is there too. And it's just like a really, that's really inspiring. And then all the grant recipients, you know, they all get their awards. So we would have one from CPNP or two or however many recipients we have, but just listening to just the stories of why certain individuals receive those kind of career awards is like, it's really, it's fun. Is that like a sit down type thing or? Yeah, it's like sit down. There's like a stage. So it's one of those kind of larger lecture halls kind of. It's not really a private. It doesn't seem like it's very like public type of award ceremony. When does that usually happen? Good question. Um, I think it's Friday night. That sounds right. Friday at 4.15, mm-hmm. I want to say. I remember it's before our CPNP reception. Yes, and night. if I remember right, okay. I feel like that I, it was like a transition from that to different types of receptions afterwards. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we'd have time to do both things. Okay. We also have our this year our second annual CPNP Dietitian of Excellence Award. So we'll present the winner of that award at some point during the annual meeting. So for sure, we'll recognize them during our symposium, but are also trying to finalize the details of if there's another time during the meeting that we can can recognize them as well. So that may be part of the award ceremony or at some other other time during the meeting, um, but really excited to recognize this person in our field too. So the winner of that award will come out soon and when we'll present that award at the meeting will come out soon as well. Yeah, we all want to be present for that. That's awesome. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And um, Tegan, what if somebody, what if this, one of our CPNP members is on a, on a NASBEGIN committee, um, committees before, and I have always had a meeting at NASBEGIN. Do all the committees try and meet at NASBEGIN? How does someone find out about their committee meeting? Yeah, great question. And, and just for anybody listening, because I didn't always know this myself, is that 
CPNP members can be on these NASPGAN committees, and that's an opportunity available for, for members. So the various committees within NASPGAN will be meeting at different times throughout the conference. If you're on a NASPGAN committee, you can look at the current schedule on the annual meeting website. Committee meeting times are still being scheduled up to August 31st, so the committee meeting schedule won't be finalized until after that date. Okay, so don't fret if you haven't heard anything yet from your committee, but if it gets kind of a few weeks away and you're still not sure, maybe reach out to your committee head, or it could be on the agenda. I feel like sometimes it, it I might have been able to add that on my app too, so... I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I think like room locations are probably, I would think, available in the app, I would guess. But yeah, if you haven't heard about it and it's approaching the meeting time, I would definitely reach out. Okay. Changing gears to be more social. This is one of my favorite parts of the annual meeting. <laughs> um, will there be events where we can connect with other colleagues? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will see y'all there. <laughs> Yeah, so there is going to be a CPNP social event. Um, it's a friendly, relaxed gathering with food and drinks, and it's going to be Friday evening before Saturday's nutrition symposium. So it's a nice way for those who are just coming in on Friday, maybe for mainly attending the Saturday activities, it's a nice way to kick things off. Have, have you, has everyone here been to a social event? Because I feel like I have. It sounds like Bailey has. She's all into yes. this. <laughs> Nicole and Tegan, have you been to the social Yes. I have, yeah. I always walk away feeling so good. Like, oh, it's so nice to be with your people, you know, and be able yeah. to network and see people that you have, haven't seen for a while and then make new connections too. Yeah, yeah that's so fun to like get all the dietitians together. Yeah, in one place, a time to like chat and just chat and not be sitting and learning. We're just chatting. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, super excited after, well, I was excited before, but definitely now after speaking to all of you. Do you have any more tips, uh, especially for first timers or anything else that you would like to highlight? You know, I will just say that the, the reason why I was excited to be program chair was because when I was new in the area of pediatric GI and I went to the CPNP programming like a decade ago at this point, I just felt so at home. Like, yes, this is all information that I need, that I want. These people are amazing. They're inspiring in their careers. The programs are always really well done. I always came back learning like really relevant information for my day to day. Um, And I also felt like CPNP was kind of ahead of the curve with a lot of things. So I remember doing a nutrition focused physical exam hands-on session before, you know, before the academy really started promoting that. Um, So, you know, going forward, we're hoping to live up to the that legacy. But that's, that's my biggest message for those who might be new this year is that uh, if you're looking, if you're new in a GI division, or you're new in a GI role, this is really your home, this is going to be a great place for you to um, learn and advance your career in that area. Really well said, Tegan. My favorite thing about the the annual meeting, I think, is just the atmosphere. Like, it's buzzing. Like, everybody is so excited to be there. We're cramming in so much in just a couple of days. But just off of what Tegan said, I highly recommend that you come. The early bird registration deadline is August 31st. So register this month. Save yourself a little bit of money. But really excited to see everybody there. And we're going to put the link to 
the registration also in our bio. Um, you can absolutely Great. find it from the NASPIGIN website, but we'll drop it there for easy, easy reference. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you both for joining um, this bonus episode of Nutrition Pearls, the podcast. Bailey and I are super excited for the conference, as we always are, but a little bit extra because we got a little sneak peek. So we really thank you for, for joining us. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for having thank us. You. Yeah. Thank you for having us. All right. Well, yeah, we will see you more. soon in person, right? In San Diego. Yay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Bye. 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 This was a great conversation. It really gets me excited for the annual meeting. Me too. I've already booked my flight, my room. I can't wait to be there. So I'm looking forward to seeing everyone's faces, hopefully some new faces. Um, We will add links for registering for the conference and scholarship applications in our bio. If you don't already, please consider following the show. We will announce upcoming episodes on the CPMP social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you are a CPMP member and have a topic idea, feel free to email us at cpmp at naspgan.org. The information discussed during these episodes are subject to change over time with new developments and advances in the field of medical nutrition therapy. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.